0: We are back, old school, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmont tea, special ingredients and butcher shop, 84th and Havelock. I'm Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, Austin is back there on the ones and twos, making it sound good, look good, and all this other stuff, got us up on here. But I wanted to jump in this first segment back into NFL, Um, Kenny, first mock drafts come out, and obviously with the combine being over, guys rise, guys fall. It will change. You know, they always come out with their, you know, mock draft 1.0. It'll be like 8.0 by the time the draft, I think, you know, comes around in April or May. But without any trades, Chicago's picking number one. Daniel Jeremiah has no, Chicago picking Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia, number one. I wanted to ask you, um, obviously with his, his – you know, the the off-the-field, you know, obviously, you know, reckless driving. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you still – in your opinion, would you still pick him considering he is head and shoulders the most dominant player, especially on the defense side of the ball, but probably the best player in the draft? I'm going
1: to do my due diligence on his issue that he has going right now. Mm -hmm. Extensively, like we said, do your homework. Right. uh, And if everything looks like he'll be – Upstanding citizen. upstanding citizen, then yes. Yeah. Because defense wins championships. Right, cause to
0: and me. It. And also, piggyback off of that, does that mean that you believe in Justin Fields? Well, you already said that. Right. Well, I, well, yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm if talking you pick, about the, the, yeah, if you the team's him. already said that. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you, if you're the GM, do you believe Justin Fields can be, I feel like to get a team to a Super Bowl, you got to be at least top 14 quarterback? Mm hmm. Yeah, I would. I do too. I, I, think, would. I think. I think. You I know. I think he's. I think if he gets some pieces around. Pieces him, around him. What he brings, uh, I think he's more than a capable uh, passer. I think his leadership skills are are underestimated. I think he's tough. He showed me what, the, the, his ability to play against Clemson with that hit pointer and take them hits and deliver the mail. Let me know that he's a real deal quarterback. I think Jalen Carter will get that Bears defense back to kind of. You know the you know the bruising mm-hmm. defense that the you know the monsters of the midway type of defense and, and I like it because they're starting in the middle. Yes, they lost Hicks, who was a big time defensive tackle to Tampa last year. Got a little bit older, coming off injury. You replace him with a young stud. You can still kind of you can still keep um, Justin Fields. He's still on his rookie contract, right? So you're not having to re up him, and you got this centerpiece right there. I think I like it that they're building from the middle on back. Tough up the middle. The number two pick is my Houston Texans, Bryce Young. I don't think you'd have any kick pushback on that. No, I think, I think with him, his leadership skills, and I think Le- he's, and he's a winner. Uh, yep, yeah, and his it factor. Now I'm gonna ask you this: Do you do, are you worried about? I think they were talking about what he needs to be 200 pounds. Are you worried about him being 5'11 or six foot or 200 pounds? Are you worried about that?
1: No, Drew Brees.
0: That's what I was saying. I think back. Tyler I think back in the day, he didn't even get drafted. Back like when we were getting drafted because they the guys are putting them in the slot, right? They're, well, yeah, they're, oh. they're, 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 they are. Or saying you got go to go Canada. to Canada. Go to Canada. I don't have a problem because I've seen so many smaller stature quarterbacks, and especially because he's a legitimate thrower. Yes, and he's done it his whole 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 career at Alabama, and Alabama has more of an NFL size offensive line mm-hmm. with a NFL former NFL coordinator. I think this is a no brainer, especially he brings some class to the organization. And I like Davis Mills if he isn't the starter right away mm-hmm. because that also lets you know that he has to earn it, and that's what you want, and that's what D'Amico Ryan is all about. Yeah. Number three, which I think is a huge – I wouldn't say upset pick because I think, in my opinion, Will Anderson is the, has been the best player in college football the last two years. The outside linebacker from uh, Alabama. Alabama. He's been the most productive. Yes. he's uh, His leadership skills are, are outstanding. His productivity in big games is off the charts. He's been dominant, and he and he was he was the most dominant player last year, or not this year, but last year. And then when people focused solely on him, he still was he still was able to get double digit sacks. But the Arizona Cardinals, which might be a blessing in disguise for him, are going to pick Tyree Wilson. This is now mock draft from Texas Tech. Yeah, that look on your face is like you don't know what the hell that is. I was like, I was about to say, who is he? Yeah, he's the
2: Anthony Richardson of edge rushers. Right,
0: he's the guy that's potential before product productivity. That's why the Cardinals are the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Right, see, see, that's what I like. Now we're gonna go to the, you. You've been waiting. <laughs> hey,
2: yeah, you see Austin over <laughs> you there? You waiting on the Colts? Are you waiting on them, Colts boy? Hey, I Austin.
0: think I think he's
1: cheating. I think he has it up on him.
0: He his got it. I do
2: not. I do not. Oh, and, you but, don't? But, the, the, I'm watching the ACC tournament right. Oh, but, the, but okay.
0: Austin. He knows the Colts are number four. So, you ain't been around here long enough. Austin love him some Colts. Yeah, he told me. Now, Austin, they have the Colts. I'm going to ask you, since you're the Colts fan, then I'll give you my opinion on who they have. The Colts, they have the Colts picking C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. New coach, new quarterback. Thoughts?
2: Sign me up for it. Yeah. If I get either Stroud or Young, I can be happy enough. Um, Richardson, n- not willing to bet on Richardson. Just what about yet? Levis,
0: the Mister? Uh, nope, Manage nope, team. nope, nope, nope,
2: nope. That was a quick nope, note. nope, 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 nope. I, I agree nope. with him on that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree yeah. with him on that.
0: Yeah. yeah, you can't lose right there. You, in, no. And really, the Colts can't mess this up. They cannot mess. So this again,
2: up. even if you know the the Cardinals trade that pick away and say Carolina jumps them, that'd be disappointing. But if the Bears are taking the DT. I assume the Panthers are taking Stroud. That would be disappointing, but then you leave me Will Anderson. Okay, I'll take pass rush juice. I know you need yeah. quarterback, but yeah. I'll take Will Anderson. You don't, you, don't, that. you
0: don't take a quarterback there that's not the number four pick. If that's you're not you're 1
2: million percent sold on him, don't take him.
0: See, the thing about C.J. Stroud, and I want to ask you about this because you saw him up close first, <sighs> right? When I saw his com- – and I don't get too excited about the combine, mm. right? But I've first of all, his story is pretty cool. Not recruited at all. Decided to play football. It was on the 7 on 17. One of the kids on his team was getting recruited by Ohio State. They called a coach up, was like, you need to recruit my boy. They, like, okay, maybe. Then they see him, like, oh, yeah. Then he starts getting, re- then he obviously ends up at Ohio State. Beats a quarterback out that was ranked up higher than him coming out of high school in the quarterback competition. Takes it a step further. I got to meet him and talk to him at Big Ten Media Days, first class all the way. But when I saw his combine, the way he was throwing the ball and how smooth he was, mm-hmm. on it, it verified everything I saw this year. His release is smooth. Smooth. It's, right. Everything he does is smooth. Right. Now, he
1: struggled early on in his career. Sure.
0: But, but that's good. Though. That's good. Right.
1: But if you struggle early on and you go upward, right.
0: then you about your business. Then you about your business. And, and thing, I think
1: he's been a guy that's been about his business since he thing. got on that yard.
0: And the thing that I like about him – And this is what I don't think they I didn't hear anybody talk about it like in the draft and granted I was just picking and choosing was you know, listening and watching. I like whatever Ryan Day and those guys have done with him, especially with him, is that he flights the ball different based on his His receiver and whatever route they're running. Yep. That's what you gotta do with the league. That's what Drew Brees did better than anybody. You know, for being a short-stature quarterback.
2: And that's what C.J. Stroud said of the Combine was, he's Mr. Ball Placement. Right. And he went out and showed it. I mean, right. we know he has the big arm. We know he's played in that system at Ohio State, but he talked about his ball placement first right. and foremost.
0: Because it's paramount. When, and it goes back to practice habits. There ain't a lot of space when you're going against There's some real good DBs. Nope. And them and and the receiver coach from Brian Hartline onto Ryan Day, they want that ball placed where it needs to be placed because it's not just about what practice they're thinking about when we're playing Michigan or Michigan State or national title. This is the throw that gets the win. I like that pick. We're going to go to – we're going to skip right here because Seattle just – Seattle hits a gold mine. They get Will Anderson. That's a no-brainer. No. Yep. Okay. The D- Detroit Lions get the second-best edge guy, I think, right, is Miles Murphy because athletically he's, he's, he's off the chain. Mm-hmm. He's actually bigger and more athletic than Tyree, but his production – and he's played at a big time program, and he's done it for two years.
1: And you you add him with uh, the DN,
0: Bridget, oh Hutchinson, so, Hutchinson, yeah, Dude, you, you missed, yeah, yeah. That's it. That, you turn got him. Turn and burn. Turn he and go, burn. Hey, see at the quarterback. See at the quarterback. Now here's where we get a little funky, funky here. You see them Raiders? Is that your team? Uh, okay, I just want to make God. sure. The Raiders pick Will Levis, Mister. I have the strongest arm to come I out. I heard him, I'm like, are you serious? That's the dude that trying to. That's the you. You, you a paper? You are talking too much? What do you think about? the Here's what I'm asking you about the Raiders. Do the Raiders, if they, if this it, it seems like, Aaron Rodgers might be going to the Jets because we haven't heard the Raiders do anything. So if you're the Raiders do you sign somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo to a two-year deal and draft Will Levis, or do you just say, you know what, I'm drafting Will Levis? Because drafting somebody at number seven, I don't know how many free agent quarterbacks you're going to get there because if you're Jimmy Garoppolo and you can go to Carolina or you can go to Commanders, you can go to all these other – why would you go there and only play for a year? Because sooner or later he's going to get force-fed. And number, first I don't know one, if he's first, worthy of a number first, seven that, pick. I was about to ask you that. So I don't we know, he's I don't so know you, if he's the worthy. The fact that you said you didn't, you didn't know, well, I'm just going to take the last part. No. So what do you do if you're the Raiders, or what do you? What you have do? to bring somebody a right. veteran
1: in. You ha- if you're going to take them, if you're sold on taking them, you better bring a veteran in.
0: Mm. That's a big if, and this is another surprise pick. And I'm going to ask you about this guy, not only for what you saw on the field, but then also what they're trying to do as as an organization, right? We're going to number eight, Atlanta Falcons, right? The Dirty Birds. Okay, they 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 cut Marcus Mariota, who was the starter last year. They got Ritter. They drafted Ritter last year, who's a starter for Cincinnati. Played okay. Okay. They got a really good receiver, and I think it's Drake from USC. From USC. I'm, number one, they're projected to pick Lucas Van Ness, backup defensive tackle, edge rusher from right. Iowa, built like a Greek god. <laughs> I I, ain't, I mean I ain't look I ain't look, but the homeboy he yoked, he, up. He yoked he, up. He's six five. Now look, he's a former hockey player. Tough. Imagine imagine him Tough. being back there playing D. He's former hockey player, six five, two hundred and seventy eight pounds, off the charts in the, you know, drills, eight and a half sacks this year. As what a backup. Do, as a back what do you see from him?
1: Animal. Animal. So I'm I'm on the defensive side of the boss, so I don't really get to watch mm-hmm. Iowa's defense as much. So you study the offense, but Live and in color. Right. He, he's a freak of nature. Yeah.
0: Because the one thing I saw about him was they played him on the edge, and they had a really good edge. They had Jones, number 13, mm-hmm. a little bit smaller, but he played him on the edge. And then they put him in there the three technique. His speed, his power rush yes. was good. And his ability to disengage from blocks, both in the run game and the pass game, up the middle, which is a little bit trickier because you got to deal with the center, you know, and all that. Killing back on you. Was really, really good. Yeah. I want. I'll ask you this before you know. Before we move on a little bit deeper in the draft, what do you think about Atlanta pick? Is this guy that good to pick a number eight versus not picking a quarterback, or is it the fact that, say, like Will Lovis is gone and there's a big gap between the top three and then Richardson, so then we're taking the best player?
1: I, I would agree with that. Right. you take the best player at that at that spot, and then hopefully, you know.
0: Well, let me ask you then. Were you seeing this dude up close and personal? And I seen him all the way from over here, cause I I got I got I I didn't get my seat on the on the plane to to, to uh, Ireland magically, but there were some seats open though. But the brother Jay one, we ain't gonna get in. Yeah, that. Don't, yeah. But the dude I seen that, hey, I'm gonna tell you this, and I always say this, Austin. I don't know if you were on when I said it. Anytime, cause I look at all the line, anytime I seen a ski at the end of their name, I think that means you Polish. I said, I know that. First of all, I know he got a big old head. Bouncer type. No, no. I know he got big old head. And number two, I know he's going to be tough. And number three, he's going to be strong as an ox. So okay. Who, so who are we talking about? Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern, a.k.a. the White Debo. The way that he was throwing, throwing cats out, out the, the club. club. Said, you got a fake ID. Yep. And is expired. Yeah. He was taking cats at Austin by the back of their pants and the back of their shirt and just throwing them out the club like Barkley did in Orlando way back in the day. At, tell me about when you saw him way over there um, in Ireland, man. Oh, my God.
1: That that game was so disappointing, you know, as a – it was so disappointing.
0: But tell me – what I know because I know what i seen on Between TV. Between him
1: and that little bitty running back.
0: Yeah, redhead kingpin. Yeah. Was well, getting busy. Was getting busy. But he got busy at the senior bowl, though. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. So, so he, I don't feel bad. Yeah. I don't feel bad. But well, with that
1: one there, he's a football player. Yeah. He's yeah. an old-school throwback type player where you come in his house, you get you kicked yeah.
0: Yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, he just not, he just, he's, he's just not a power player, though. He, he 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 a dancing bear. Yes, he has feet. And, tec- and, and pun- technique. I don't punch. know who that was. He punched that one time. Boy, it looked like he got hit with a taser.
1: <laughs> I want hey, to say it was Caleb.
0: Hey, because I said, oh, because I was always, I said, dang.
1: <laughs> I want to say I, it was I was going to
0: send him a text, but I was like, dang, by the time it went over there, you get it by the time. The <laughs> that punch he hit him, sat him, dead, said, sit sat him. Sat him,
1: sit down, go sit down,
0: go. Okay, I'll ask you this, and, you know, we won't get through the whole draft because we only got seven more minutes. Do you think, this is a huge question here, and Atlanta has Matthews as a left tackle, but I think he's good enough to play right tackle. Do you think Lucas Van Ness is good enough not to take Skaronsky if you're Atlanta Falcons?
1: You can't go wrong with either one of those. You That's what
0: I kind of and you got Matthew and you in got Matthew. Yes. Next to the is Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know how, how they drafting hey, that you, high. You did Howie Roseman. I don't know what you didn't. He, he ran the whole bulk and hustle on people. He how, got it from New Orleans. Did yeah, Orleans. Did he? yeah, for the uh, uh, Gardner Johnson. Gardner Johnson got a first round pick.
1: How, I was like, how are they drafting that high?
0: So did, who they, they got? Well, no, this is the whole thing. Then right. Philadelphia Eagles don't really have no holes. Because you could just say, okay, Jason Kelsey is going to retire, but you got Cam Jurgens that's just essentially Jason Jer- Jason Kelsey 2.0. 2.0. And he's been groomed. And under. I think he's more athletic. Right, and he's bigger. And he's bigger. And they their defense, the one thing that they were really good during the regular season was DBs. Because mm-hmm. you got Slay, and then you had uh, uh, Bradbury. Both of them make were, – both were Pro Bowls and one was All-Pro. Well, now, according to this thing, the top ten pick, they get the best corner in the draft, Devin with Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Oh. He was
1: – now, you talk about those other two? Mm-hmm. The other two? Yeah. Seeing up close and personal? That one there? Yeah. As a secondary guy?
0: You like that. Oh, my okay. God. Bruh, his, his feet uh, and his he, feet look real good, and his and his technique. His,
1: everything he did was on point. On point, and he'll let you know it too. Oh, he oh, did. He, oh he talks. I'm oh. talking about talk, talk, talk.
0: <laughs> I like it. And, though. And hey, there ain't no wrong. With I'm that. talking about. I'm not
1: gonna yeah. say a, a, yeah, a certain yeah, person's name, but took him all the way out. Oh, for real. And he talked, talked, talked. I'm talking about. He came to the sideline and did some did a little talking.
0: Hmm. But that's old old Terrell Farley type stuff. He is
1: a football player. So, yes, you take him. Mm. You cannot let him. You take him.
0: Mm. All right, we're going to move on down to. We're going to move a little bit further. What's your team? Who's your team?
1: I really don't have a team. Growing up, it was Cowboys and the Cardinals because I'm from St. Louis. My grandmother had us on the Cowboys. My grandmother had had us on the Cowboys train, right? But then, when the Cardinals moved, oh, I'm
0: gonna ask you about this. I'm, when the this Cardinals movie? moved to
1: Arizona, I'm and I never you, got on the Rams' bandwagon, right. so I really don't have a team. I'm I
0: just gonna ask like you players. about this. This this team here. We talked about Geno Smith. Now they got Metcalf, um, and who's the other little receiver? Uh, retired. He retired. No he's, no, he's back. They got K. Johnson. Johnson.
1: Omaha's finest.
0: But they got them picking and falling. They got probably the top one of the top five players in the draft falling all the way to number twenty. Jackson Smith in jigbo. Now, I saw him when, when he worked out on for like 400 yards. I want your opinion as a <laughs> DB about him.
1: He's not the fastest straight away. He runs really good routes. Right. And he's more quick than he is fast. But if you watched him in that was that the, Rose, Bowl. Rose Bowl against uh against Utah.
2: Utah. Oh my god. 2 years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He now he was hurt most most of this year, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. him Hammy.
1: Hammy. But I think he was better than the the one that the Falcons drafted. I mean, not the Falcons. The Saints
2: drafted Olave.
0: Olave. Yeah. I well, think well, he's... Well, well. first of all, he had sixteen hundred yards. He was unstoppable. Who? Jackson Smith. That's what I'm talking we, about. We played against him. He worked out on double coverage. He worked out on triple. It coverage. It didn't matter. But the thing about him, though, here's where here's where people don't understand. He's from Houston. So my boys, I mean my boy, uh, I call him Checker Fred. Fred Fred Weary that played at Tennessee he coached him so he told me about him and so when Nebraska when you guys played up there i don't know if you went on that when it was covid year mm-hmm. the first I remember up there you remember he was the one that had that catch before halftime yes yes. and he texted me he said i told you he said that dude going to be top 10 pick seattle gets him at 20 that's a steal He care going to mess around coach he 80
1: that's a steal yeah at what pick 20 cuz he's he's top 10 for sure Top 10 athletic yeah. talent wise.
0: Mm. Well, that's good stuff right there. We just we skipped over some teams. We wanted to go with uh <laughs> I mean there's a there's a you know what I will tell you this though. The one thing about Witherspoon, I'm gonna say this about Witherspoon, I'm gonna say this about the Brown brothers at Illinois, and I'm gonna say it about other teams, especially like Northwestern, right? So, mm-hmm. so here, you know, I'm gonna say this to the fans. You can create draftable players through hard work. Both personally, them taking the onus of it Mm -hmm. and coaches and scheme can do it yes so it can be done because northwestern illinois and at this other uh uh uh, university i'm talking about we have a lot of respect for is mike loxley is at at maryland they had uh three db or had three receivers there and two dbs and they have the vikings taking taking deontay banks as a corner from maryland from maryland so it, and and he's right below Witherspoon. So what I'm my point is, none of these guys were ranked as high as the guys that are in Georgia at Georgia and Alabama and, and Clemson and Tennis in all these respective schools. So it can be done. Yes, and it was done here before, and it can be done now. So you know, recruiting rankings are great, but Maryland, Illinois, Northwestern aren't. In nowhere close to it. But
1: you're saying FBS schools. You got FCS schools that are putting, right. them, like, North Dakota State, right? South oh, yeah. Dakota State. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. So,
0: right, because South Dakota State got another dude tight end coming out count, there. So it, you right.
2: can
1: develop them.
0: Oh, yeah. They don't have to be. Right. And that's where Cade was at, right? At uh, South yes, Dakota State. he was at South Dakota so, State. So um, it can be done, but I'm just talking about these are tangible, in-your-face Face. Big Ten teams yes. that aren't your blue blood upper echelon. So that means Nebraska can do it. Yes. And that's where the onus a lot of it I think falls on the players. Because the I you know, this is what we're going to talk about in the second half or in the second big segment, because I'm I'm a big proponent of players taking ownership. I am t- I am because too. Because it, it's it's it only goes as far as you want it to go. Yes. Um but I want to talk about where the disconnect could be. If you have a player that wants it, but you don't have maybe the a coach that nourishes it, because it has to be. I mean, you know what I mean. You got to put it out there. Whether it's Fedoni talking about he wants to be the Mackey Award winner, be a first round pick. Okay, well then that then your then your actions got to speak up with your words. But you also got to have somebody there that's okay with that, and then say, okay, this is what you want. Then, this is how. Then, we, then, then okay, don't, this is don't, what's going to take. The... Don't don't be poking your lip out nope. when I'm all up we're... in you, right? So we're gonna talk about that coming in this uh, next segment because I think. That's a huge part to seeing more Nebraska names up there. Maybe not in the first round, but more guys continue getting shots and drafted. I think it's huge because these guys that are coming from small schools, that's where they got it from. So next Big 7, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, we'll be right back.